And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Hello, this is the second episode of Living Hope's new podcast, Stepping Stones, Conversations in Relationship Evangelism. And the person reading the scripture is my second guest ever on the podcast, a friend, Keith Lippy. Keith is husband to Michelle, father of six awesome kids, one of which happens to be dating my daughter, and, but that's a different podcast series. Keith works in the family farm, but has also been a missionary to Africa and active in serving in the church for many years. Keith and I have talked about our heart for evangelism many times, and Keith's heart is huge. Watch out if you work with Keith or live near Keith, just work at rudders down the street from Keith, he will find a way to tell you about Jesus. In a few minutes, Keith is going to share a specific evangelism story, but first I'm going to go through the bigger vision of the podcast once again, and we're going to have a second session specifically on how community is an important part of the gospel. So before we get into that, just want to say hi to Keith, and uh, how was work today? (laughs) Great. Good, good. Never been on a podcast before? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) First time. Yep, yep, yep. This is the first time I've ever hosted one, too, so... Um, yes, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to doing this. And it kind of came out of the heart of just having conversations like you and I had at Cracker Barrel and we've had different times and other people in the church I've just chatted with about how they're reaching out to people. And it was encouraging to me. So it sort of got the idea. Maybe this is encouraging to others. Um, I don't know if you had that experience of reaching, of talking with other people who share Jesus and being encouraged by it. Yeah, definitely. Probably. Definitely that's an encouragement. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's a big part of this. Um, yes, there is a teaching component, though. And um, what we're going to do through the summer is do eight weeks of um, foundational kind of teaching. On We started last week with um, just sort of the... The source of the gospel, like how uh, we talked with Holly about how um, loving the gospel and continuing to remind myself of the gospel is really the source for me to like be a genuine and passionate share of the gospel. Like if I get kind of dry and I'm not aware of how great my salvation is, I'm not going to be nearly as effective, you know. Um, and I, I admit there have been times when I'm that way, you know, I'm not close to the Lord and I'm either not interested in evangelism or it's not very effective. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what we talked about in the first episode. Um, and then this second one is, uh, just about how we do this as a church. Um, you obviously read the great commission and, um, I think, it's important because I think there can be some pretty highly gifted people that do evangelism kind of on their own. But I really think, especially if we want to get the whole church involved in evangelism, um, it needs to be communicated that Jesus gave the Great Commission to the church and it's not optional 
it's uh it's part of living i, I think you would agree <laughs> many people call it the great commandment <laughs> yeah yeah that exactly right exactly right um yeah and just uh that we again this sort of second session it it's i'm not trying to do a big teaching i'm sort of trying to just give a, a main thought for the week and then go into the story and the commun- and the relationship with you and and what God's given you for evangelism. But if I do have like the main lesson for this week, it's just to encourage people that when we meet together and share our struggles together, um, celebrate together when we are, when we are successful in evangelism, maybe talk about areas of struggle, questions that people have. Um, if we do that as a church, we're just going to be, um, doing it the way Jesus intended and, uh, and carrying out that great commission. So here's the analogy. I don't know if you've ever heard this. Um, for this main idea of doing evangelism as a community, um, I think of like uh, sports teams. You know, What if uh, the Ravens practice all year round but never actually played a game? And I feel like if we're not evangelistic or reaching out to the lost, as much as it's good to like love our families and have a healthy community and do all these other things, we're not really in the game, you know? We're not doing the calling of sharing Jesus and we're less, it, it, something can kind of die in us that ought to be there that is like that edge that a football team gets when they know they're going after the Super Bowl or whatever. Um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that analogy? Well, you would, um, you know, if you're just going with your analogy, if you were practicing all the time, it gets boring. Right. (laughs) But the games, you don't know what, you never know what's going to happen. And that's the same way with evangelism. When you Mm. talk to people, every encounter is different. You just don't. And that's, there's a lot of excitement in that. And there's, there's successes. And I don't think there's really are any failures, but sometimes you feel like there are. But I think any attempt is a success. (laughs) Mm. That's good to hear. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was my main point I wanted to make through this session, sort of the teaching part. Um, I think Matt, well, I know Matt is coming up with sort of some discussion questions and some written stuff to go along with each of these sessions. So maybe a life group could use it or an individual for personal study could use it and take that sort of main idea of how am I connected to the church in sharing my faith and how are we doing this mission together and uh, reflect on it during the week or discuss it in a life group and use that to kind of jump off and hopefully grow in evangelism. So, um, yeah. That's, Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the second uh, session of the eight that we have for what we're calling like stepping stones. So it's like smaller steps that we hope we can take towards being evangelistic, whereas just go tell people about Jesus can sometimes feel overwhelming, I think, to some people um, that haven't done it as much as, as you have. And so hopefully, if we just prepare our hearts and do it as a community and then kind of, again, walk through these other steps that I hope we'll lay out this summer, it'll help people to, to feel like they can uh, jump across the little stones that they need to get to the process, the point where they can really share their faith mm-hmm. with their friends and neighbors and uh, family members. Um, so 
a big part of this is just hearing from people that have stories of, of sharing their faith with others. I know you've told me some of those, and I would love for Living Hope Church to hear one of those stories now. Um, before you share, I, I mentioned this when Holly spoke as well, that we've talked about being sure that we're respectful of people's privacy, their personal information. We're making sure we're uh, when possible, asking their their uh, permission to share the story, just making sure we kn- they would know. Say, if by chance they heard this, that we we are communicating out of love, not like some you know way to check a box or something like that. You know that they would know that our evangelism is relational and loving, and not going to disrespect their them in any way. So. That is just how we want to do this, and I know I don't need to remind that, you of that, but beyond that, I'd love to hear a, a story that you have about of how you shared your faith. Well, I think the story that I've decided on, I think it'll be encouraging to a lot of people, especially starting out, people starting out with the desire to share their faith, but maybe fear maybe they don't know what to say you know all those things i experienced all those things i started my first this story comes from one of my one of the first probably experiences i had actually communicating the gospel to somebody but Mm -hmm. um i had gone to uh we were at a church this is some years ago and the church had a organized evangelism program Hmm. so in that program which i was even scared to death to even get in the program but my brother and my brother-in-law were in it and they were Hmm. begging me on to come so i i got in it and that program you would learn you would learn specific a specific plan and then another night of the week you would go out with somebody else and go talk to people wow so we were doing that and I don't really remember the first encounters like when we went to people's houses, but what happened right when we got started was I was in a uh, sheet store one day and in front of me and waiting it to pay, in front of me was a guy I had gone to school with oh, some years ago. So you didn't know him. I knew him. And I said, hey, how are you doing? And he, you know, he said, right off the bat, he said, no, I could. My my father just died, oh, and wow. um, you know he really was. You could tell he was just sad. And, oh, that's terrible! And you know, a little bit of small talk. He told me that he lived right beside the uh, store there, and you know we went our way. Went up, each went our our way, and uh, but then I started thinking about that. Then I think the next night or a couple nights later was the night we went out to visit people, and I right. thought. Hey, let's go visit him. So we went, knocked on the door, went into his house. Of course, I knew him. You know, it wasn't difficult to, he loved having us. We went in. And we went in and I made an attempt of sharing the gospel. And I doubt if I did a very good job of it. (laughs) But he was just so ready and so Mm. open. And he, and he prayed right there with us, right? Wow. You know, and, uh, and I think that was the first time I really saw that if you 
put yourself out there and start a spiritual conversation or share the gospel, God takes over, mm. you know, and not everybody accepts, not everybody, but something happens. And I think I, yeah. so once you get a feeling, you see that a few times, it gives you even more desire to share with other people, you know. Amen. You sort of see God meet you there when you step out in faith. To, mm-hmm. But anyway, the the final part of the story is what also gave me more motivation to share the gospel even more from that time. And that was a, literally a week later, I opened up the newspaper and that friend, that guy I had gone to school with was, had died. Wow. And he had, had been killed, actually. And, um, so that I think you know, I just felt began to realize that you know any person we meet day in day out, you don't know where you don't know if you're going to see them again or not. You know, you don't know what whether you're going to be here, they're going to be here, and that definitely helped me to see the urgency to right. share my faith. Yeah. Wow, that's that's going to burn in your brain that you open the paper and. He, the guy you had just... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. Lord. A um, couple of things I noted down. You said about God taking over and having just that sense that, that the Holy Spirit was in the mm-hmm. process. Holly mentioned that same thing. She's like, she had this conversation with a friend and she... It was unlike anything else. Like, she just sensed the yeah. Holy Spirit using her to answer questions and, and, and talk about Jesus and just feel empowered by the Lord. And yeah, it's, it's like a, uh, it's not a good analogy to say it's like a drug, you know, it's like a, it's like a positive feeling of, of, of good, good feeling that, you know, the Lord is with you in this. And I, I, I've experienced that as well. Just like leaving a customer's house when I work there and, you know, knew that I obeyed the Lord and, and prayed with them or, or shared with them and just being in the car and being like worshipful, mm-hmm. like having a sense of God's yeah. pleasure that I obeyed. Now I've had the other feeling, <laughs> right? Where I've walked away from something that I should have shared. We all have done that. Yes. And I'm like, oh man, I know the Lord still loves me, but I just missed an opportunity. Uh, um, I think the other thing that, that hits me from your story is it just seems like God just show ordered your steps, right? I mean, you were in this, in a, a convenience store and he was right in front of you. Mm, yeah, I could hardly have miss, missed it, you know. Right. I think another thing I've noticed, of course, now that's been some years ago and I've been involved in s- several different kind of evangelistic programs in different churches that we've been to over the years. Mm-hmm. And another thing is interesting, when when somebody's, it seems like God really, God wants us to evangelize, obviously. Mm. And when you're a new believer and you're a little bit scared, it seems like God does some pretty amazing things when you're starting out to, right, to, right. to help you, you yeah, know, yeah. to help you get training wheels kind of or something like that. Yeah. That don't all, you know, those things don't happen every time. Right. You know? Right. It gets harder sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. He's like a little child almost, right? He's given us yeah. that push from behind. 
Um, Wonderful. Thank you, Keith. I I really appreciate that story. I hope Living Hope is blessed and encouraged by that. Usually in the podcast after the lesson and after hearing a story from from my uh, guest on the podcast, we sort of have a practical step for the week that we hope that will help you to kind of grow. Um, and uh, I think one that we've talked about at Living Hope before is just having a having your testimony prepared, um, taking some time to write down, you know, what life was like before you met Jesus, uh, how you met Jesus, and then how it's changed your life since. I mean, you can just make three categories before and meeting Jesus and after. And I also recommend having a shorter version of that and a longer version because you might get to sit down and and have a dinner with someone and and ask them about their life and then tell them your testimony and it could be a longer opportunity but there's also times when um you know mm-hmm. we'll be on the job or i know you've told yeah. me about times that that you don't you only got a few minutes and and the person is open enough and you can give them a shorter version mm-hmm. of your testimony so that would be the practical step i would suggest for the week for everybody is to make sure you have a couple of versions of your testimony um, ready to, to share. Again, it's a blessing to you, and then um, you can utilize that and pray that God will give you the opportunity to share it. Um, mm-hmm. any, th- any thoughts on uh, preparing your testimony or having your testimony as a part of your evangelism? I think having, ex- having something fairly short that you can... Mm explain something that happened, you know, something that's changed in your life. Um, it's interesting if you're people that know you, that you work with and all, you know, a lot of times they already know your testimony. Mm-hmm. And and that's, I was thinking this earlier when you were talking about your, your, how you act has a lot to do with your effectiveness in Mm-hmm. evangelism you know right. if they see in you a god you know they see godly things have you know that right. helps you in your efforts to evangelize for sure and vice versa somebody may not listen to you if, yeah. and we we all we all do that too yeah. you know but um yeah i would just think a, a sh- short what happened like you just said uh Mm-hmm. This is how I thought before. Or this is how what changed. You know? Yeah, yeah, that can speak to people. Right. Um, yeah, you're right. The lifestyle piece is obviously huge. You know, <laughs> you're not going to shove your testimony at people if you're if they're seeing you as a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, excellent. Uh, that that brings us to the end of of this second session. Um, it, it's been good. We've talked, kind of focused on Jesus's great commission and commandment for us and how that is about the church, how we need to do this together. We can get to do this together and we shouldn't be lone wolves in evangelism and we should we should uh, support one another as a church. I think it's another foundation. Um, Next week, I'm going to do a third session where we get more into sort of like the walking into relationships. It's actually um, being building awareness of people in your lives that aren't Christians. I feel like sometimes it's easy 
after a while to almost get in a bubble of like a Christian bubble and not have as many connections with non-Christian people. So building awareness, um, little strategies to get to know our neighbors and to to talk to our coworkers, um, just the sort of the beginning steps of sowing the ground for evangelism is where we're going to go in the third session of the podcast next week. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. This is two down, and uh, and it's been uh, fun so far. Uh, thank you, Keith. I, I very You're much welcome. appreciate it. Um, so prayer is a huge part of this. I'm hoping we're praying at home and praying in, in church settings, but I would love for Keith uh, to just pray pray us out and, and pray that God would use living hope in, a, in evangelism. Okay. I just wanted to—I was thinking about— yeah. Even the Apostle Paul, he even prayed this way, and I want to pray for all of us that God will give us opportunities and God will give us boldness to speak. And even Paul said, and also for me, that the words may be given to me in opening my mouth mm. boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. Yeah. You know, so even Paul prayed for that. I think we should pray for that. Right, right. And for all our listeners, Absolutely. Boldness and opportunity. Amen. All right, let's pray. Yeah. Father, we thank you so much for your son, the Lord Jesus. We thank you for his giving himself for us. And that's what we call the gospel. He died in our place Mm -hmm. to pay the penalty for our sins. And Lord, we pray that you'd help us to share that message with those around us. We pray like the Apostle Paul that you give us the boldness to speak Mm -hmm. and the opportunities to speak. And uh, we love you and we praise you. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.